Welcome to this edition of Monday Sermon. I'm Pastor Corey. Today is Monday, February 14th, 2022. This is a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church in Winfield, Pennsylvania. More information about our church can be found at winfieldbaptist.com. Today is Valentine's Day, and let's talk a little bit about love from the Bible. Our fighter verses for this week are found in Psalm 103, verses 8 through 10. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. The Lord is the best father. He is perfect in his discipline of his children. In verse 8, we're given four characteristics of God as father. First, he is merciful. He's full of mercy. He doesn't give us what we deserve. In his justice, mercy overflows. He's gracious. He gives us good, free gifts. Third, he is slow to anger. He does get angry, but not he's not quick-tempered like humans are. No, he is patient with us. And it's a reminder that there is good, righteous anger. We should be angry at sin and disobedience and injustice. And God is. But he doesn't stay there, and he's slow to get there. And fourthly, he abounds in steadfast love. That's the Hebrew word hesed. It is his covenant-keeping love. It is his being faithful to his word and his promise to us. He's a good father. He will not always chide. That is to say, he'll not always scold or rebuke us. Nor, when he is angry, will he stay there. No, he moves on and moves to correction. He doesn't deal with us according to our sin or repay us according to our iniquities. There's the outflowing of that reality of him being merciful, not giving what, is, what we deserve. And that should cause us to praise his name, that he doesn't give us what we deserve. These are the benefits of those who are in a relationship with God. Our earthly fathers fail us, but God is a perfect father. May these verses help us remember that truth about him. Next, let's be reminded of the sermon and text from Sunday. On Sunday, we looked at Proverbs chapter 2. Pastor Seth preached the message, and he began at the end of the chapter. Verses 20 to 22 say this, So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. For the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. He began at the end of the chapter and discussed how listening to the right voice will keep us on the right path and will lead us into the land. Now, there's a reality that he discussed too, that here Solomon is talking to the people of Israel and he's talking about the specifics of staying in the land of Israel. But we bridge the gap from there to now, and we as followers of Christ will inhabit a land. It's an eternal land. There's coming a day when all of this will pass away and God will usher in the new heavens and the new earth and the new Jerusalem that will come down. And there, we will dwell securely forever. At the end of the sermon, though, I want to talk there is what he brought us to some questions that I think are helpful and I want to repeat for us today. He began by asking this, do you value and seek wisdom in Christ? 
We can get wisdom from all over the place. But as followers of Christ, this is a great question for us. Do we value and seek wisdom in Christ? Do we pay attention to it? Is our heart inclined to it? Are we pursuing after Christ? Are we calling out to God so that we can know Him and love Him each day? He reminded us in James chapter 1, verse 5, that whoever lacks wisdom, that he is to ask God who gives generously. Do we dig into the Word? Are we listening to the preaching and teaching that the church offers us? Are we in fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ in the church so that we can be encouraged and discipled by others? Is this our priority? As if we're searching for hidden treasures. Those are good questions. The reality is that we hear all sorts of voices in any given day. So what do we really value? Who are we inclined to listen to? We often lean towards comfort, ease, and convenience. So taking some time to press into these questions is a good thing. Are we seeking and valuing wisdom from Christ? Next, he asked, he says this, Now I want to ask you to think about your path. Do you find yourself being led down crooked paths? Are you easily enticed by the pleasures of this world? Have you found joy in the practice of evil? If so, then I want to call you to do some of these things. That is, to turn and pursue wisdom in Christ so that God will give us wisdom and change our hearts and guard us from the paths of evil. Here, Pastor Seth simply is reminding us of our need for repentance, turning from evil and sin, and toward Christ and His wisdom. These are good reminders for us from Proverbs 2. So let us press into these questions so that when we get to the end of our life or the end of the day, we can rest assured in the comfort of Proverbs 2, 20-22. So you will walk in the way of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous, for the upright will inherit the land and those with integrity will remain in it. We'll end our talk today with a takeaway. Today is Valentine's Day, and I'm sure for many that becomes a a day of groaning and moaning. Some will scoff and say, this is just a secular holiday to make money off of sappy, sentimental people. And they might be correct a little bit. However, all good things find their beginnings in God. And an entire day emphasizing love in our current culture of division and hate is not a bad thing. I would even go so far to say that it's a good thing to be reminded daily that we're to love one another. So today, if you find yourself pressured, perhaps, as a husband to do something for your wife, don't feel the pressure from the world. Feel the pressure from the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 5, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7, Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel, since they are heirs with you of the grace of life, so that your prayers may not be hindered. You see, that's the thing about love. It's not about you. It's about you and I giving or doing something for another. It's about being moved to action on behalf of another. So husbands who don't like Valentine's Day, may I suggest you get over yourselves? And show some love today 
but not just today, every day. And now, not to just pick on husbands, this day is a reminder to love, and it applies to all of us. And I think it's providential that we find Valentine's Day in the middle of February. February can be a very dark and dreary month. We may not see the sun very often. Winter has been already going on, and here we are. And so, showing some people a bright spot in the middle of winter is a really good thing. To remind us all that it applies to all of us, 1 John chapter 3, verses 14 to 18 said this, We know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not love abides in death. Everyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart again to him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. So, my friends, on this day, when the world is celebrating love, let us join them by showing them the greatest love, that Jesus has loved us, and we now love others, not in word or talk, but in deed and truth. This applies to everyone. This is opportunities to, particular, yes, husbands and wives showing love to each other, reminding each other of your commitment to each other. But there's ways to love our children, love our grandchildren, love our neighbors. Aunts and uncles can love on their nieces and nephews, love on neighbors and those widows that are next door to us. So think about examples and think of something nice to do. It doesn't have to be chocolate and roses, although those are nice things if that's what's needed. But there's plenty of other ways that we can show love today. So, get to it. Think about ways in which you can show love to one another. Whether you're a husband, a wife, a son or a daughter, or just a neighbor and a friend. Thanks for listening. I hope you will tune in next Monday as we continue to be encouraged by the Word. Until then... I'm Pastor Corey, and this has been an episode of Monday Sermon, a podcast of Winfield Baptist Church.